This is a strange and unusual production, Dark Files, K6, Slide, based on actual events. Very early on in our lives, we learn that it will all come to an end. Not the world, us, we come to an end. Despite all of the moments of joy or pain, maybe because of it, the sentence that encompasses each moment of our lives will eventually come to an end. It may be abrupt, it may seem to have come all too late. In any case, we go about our days with the simple idea that we certainly won't die today. Not now, not yet. Today is never a good day to die. At least, not as good a day as tomorrow. But tonight, on The Dark Files, we will hear from someone who has something else on his mind. A slide. When I was very young, I was in a small village, the one my folks had grown up in. It's a simple little village with a big park in the center of town. There's only a few roads crisscrossing it. Shops line the main road, homes dot the streets going farther away into the wilderness. I remember I was a child. The park is lush and green. Small stonework trails lead from one end to another, back and forth. If you follow these paths, you'll be rewarded with a nice little walk. Trees, birds, flowers, some of them will lead to a nice stone fountain. Water would flow from it in a spray. The babbling flowed over years, maybe generations of coins. I can't remember what my reflection looked like in that water, but I remember I'd always stop and look. It's hot in that town. I've only been during the summer, so in my mind it's always hot there. One summer early on, I recall leaning in and dunking my full head into the water. It was bracing and cool, a pleasant respite from the heat. That fountain was the second point of pride of that damn park. But to see the jewel of the town, at least to my youthful mind, you had to leave the path. I remember distinctly that leaving the paths and finding the right trees and bushes led to the slide. Somewhere in that damn park, there is a huge slide. It sits in a clearing, a giant concrete slab. It towered above me, seemingly so high. Instead of the slides you're used to, it's a huge wedge growing up from the ground. Five wide steel sheets are embedded right into the concrete. Gleaming chrome. To get to the top, there were a comparable number of ladders. Each simply rebar painted with a weatherproof black rubber. From the top of the slide, I thought I could surely see the whole town. The modest brick and stone house in which my mother grew up. The small market where my father first met her. The height was dizzying to me as a child. Looking back down, the ladder there would undoubtedly be a child hurrying back to the top to feel that gravity, that fall, the thrill. You had to bring something to slide with. That's a weird part. The heat would cause the slides to be a griddle. Steaming waves, undulating, threatening, but inviting. I only had to touch the lip of the slide once to learn to bring a cloth every time. Not sure how I managed it, because there wasn't a landing to settle down on the rag. You just sort of tossed yourself onto it and you flew. Tiny stones sunk into the concrete was the only thing to either side of you. There was no holding on, just letting yourself go. But I was a 
timid child. I didn't go down the slide very often. A handful of times, then I'd let someone else use my cloth. I'd had enough. I didn't want to go again. It was fun. I just, I just didn't want to go again. Not yet. It was many years later that, as a very young man, I wanted to go again. I was visiting again just two weeks in the summer. I hadn't even thought about it. I was more interested in sneaking behind my parents' back looking for smoke, sex, drink, anything but a simple childlike joy of sliding. It was actually a younger cousin that mentioned it. <laughs> he wanted to go. I wanted to sit inside and brood about something that at the time was so, so important. I was bribed to take the kid back again. Ten bucks was enough for me to spend time with my family. We went to the park. The kid ran off as soon as we got there. I was going to go with him to find that slide, but there in the little marketplace was, was someone young and beautiful. Now my cousin was in his hometown. He went to the park alone all the time, but this kind-eyed stranger was more interesting to me. I bought three ice cream cones from a vendor and let my cousin run off. I took that someone beautiful to the fountain. The water in it was deeper than before. The floor green and blue from years of coins being left behind. We dropped a few more into the water. And when I got my first kiss, I said that I'd gotten my wish. <laughs> but I'd really wished for a guitar. <laughs> it wasn't until I brought my niece to the park years later that I saw that slide again. My father was gone, and we were there to say goodbye. My niece didn't completely understand. She asked me to take her to the park to cheer me up. She had an ice cream, too. We saw the fountain. While as a child I was sure of where that slide was, I couldn't for the life of me find it again. I followed each path, ending up right on the other side of the park, one and another. As she got antsy, she could see it. She pointed to a ditch lined with trees and bushes, I couldn't see it, but she was so sure. She promised me it was right over there. Couldn't I hear the children? <laughs> she pulled my hand and I followed. I slowed her down, angering her as she was so excited. Just past a tree, we found the slide. It was older now. The concrete wasn't the freshly poured gray as it was before. It had darkened and the metal had just a touch of rust in places, but... It seemed the kids couldn't even notice. My niece ran to the ladder and tried to climb it. I remember helping, lifting her up as far as I could. At my full height, she climbed the rest of the way on her own. She got to the top and took that rag I'd brought for her, her ice cream cone forgotten in the grass, and she slid down over and over. She's just like her mother. My sister was always the adventurous one. She had a ball, my niece, <laughs> but I didn't feel I should join her. I was an adult, and adults don't do that sort of thing. <laughs> but the last time I saw that slide, I did go down again. I was an old man now. No one was with me, and it was night. I walked through the marketplace again, dark, silence. The fountain had long since stopped flowing. 
but the lip made a good seat from which to look up at the sky, count the stars. I didn't bother with the trails this time. I looked for the bushes and the trees. That's what you have to do to get there. I found a place where I couldn't see past and I knew I was in the right spot. I pushed through and there in the moonlight sat the same stone slide from my youth. There was nobody with me. No one was expecting me. Maybe my sister. I'd hoped she was. Climbing the ladder was harder than when I was a child, though I did start on a later rung. I was very tired when I reached the top. I had to stay for a moment to catch my breath. It was hard and it burned a little. It was actually a little cold for once, the steel. From the top of the slide, I couldn't see everything I could before. All I saw was surrounding darkness and a gleam of moonlight reflecting off the slide, but... When I looked up, I saw the stars. In small towns, you can really see the stars. I threw myself over the edge and used my hands to stay my descent. I didn't want to fly, not right away. I wanted for a moment to dwell at this precipice, and for once I wasn't scared. I just wanted to enjoy the ride this time. I wasn't scared because I was going to slide again. And I was going to enjoy the ride. There's one more thing that is kept in this particular dark file. It's not all paperwork and recordings here. Sometimes they're just loose bits of errata. In this file, there's a medical wristband. There's a name on it. Pedro Rodriguez, an 83-year-old bachelor who had been a resident of an assisted living facility. He disappeared one night, and he was never found. I sincerely hope someone was waiting for him. And I really hope he enjoyed the ride. Thank you for joining me again here in the Dark Files. Good night. For now. This has been The Dark Files, a radio drama available through the Strange and Unusual podcast. To venture further, please visit us at www.strange, the letter N, unusual.com.